actually um I, I wanted to ask but you guys were like already in the midst of like talking shit I wasn't I clearly wasn't ready <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I was going to talk about Kanye Marth, tell me out here I remember correctly, it, it was Kanye and, and Meek Mill Meek Mill that's right so I'm actually going to start out with me because I feel like we'll we'll start a little light and then kind of escalate from there. So <laughs> if you guys haven't been uh, paying attention, Meek Mill has been in jail for several months um, in the a probation violation. He just got out, and I'm going to give my queen credit for this. I mean, we all heard top off. Beyonce said she was in the hood hollering free Meek, and then all of a sudden now he's out of jail. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all see what it is. So, anyway, Meek Mill gets out of jail this week. Um, and now there's, like, a lot of social responsibility on him because he recognizes, rightfully so, that without his legal team and without the support that he's garnered, um, he wouldn't have been able to get out. I mean, there's been a lot of shit going on with this case. Um, the judge was doing improper things and, I don't know, it was kind of like a telenovela. I kind of liked hearing the updates on uh, Meat Mill, especially to break apart from White House stuff that was going on, all the drama there. But I don't know, like, what do you guys think? Do you guys feel like he should have been out? Do you think he should still be in jail? What do you, what do you guys thinking or feeling about with Meat Mill's situation? I don't really follow Meat Mill like that, but if I remember correctly, he went to jail on a parole violation, right? Like he, so like, like 18 years ago, by the way. This is also an 18-year-old violation. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I mean, they, they, they tend to, for, for, uh, for African-American celebrities, they're held to a higher standard. And uh, I think they just tend to overreact. I mean, for parole violation, I mean, it all uh, – it just all seems so – not even – arbitrary is the wrong word for it. It just seems so overdone, like when they – you know, when they come down on certain people, you know. Well, I feel like well, with that particular case, there was like, hold on, with that particular case, there was like um, 
the judge wanted to make side deals with um, Meek and um, Onika. I don't call her by her name because I don't fuck with her like that. I call her by her government name. <laughs> and um, she, <laughs> and um, it was just a no-go. It's like she had personal investment in either you're going to do what I want you to do, Mr. Mills, or you're going to um, – you're going to just suffer, and you're going to bear these consequences. Can I, I want to say his parole or his probation violation, whatever it's called, was something stupid like popping a wheelie on the street on his motorcycle or something. It was crazy. Um, I thought that actually this, what got him to jail this round was, I thought it had something to do with his fist test. I'm pretty sure it had to do with his fist test. It was, a, it was drug test related. He failed his drug test when it was time for him to go. Yeah, to he, his he failed his drug test. And, and 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 my personal opinion, as far as African American celebrities being held to a higher standard, uh, no, African American celebrities period are the are our culture in the U.S. So to treat him as a regular citizen, as, as far as like like you know, pretty much, hey, I got a blunt on me and I get forty years. They do that to all of us. I don't think the standard is any different. It's just that he got money, and I would probably say as far as side deals. If you don't do what I want you to do or pay me what I want you to pay me, I'm pretty sure there was money involved. Something had to get him out of jail. I don't think it was just because he got out of jail. Pretty sure there was a monetary exchange involved because he is a millionaire. Well, the problem with that is, I mean, when you say monetary exchange, you mean like not, I mean, and, and forgive me here, I haven't been following the story, but when you say, explain the monetary exchange part. Hey, all because I figure it like no, this. I mean, you would figure that a judge would be smart enough not to leave some sort of paper trail. Like if there was money from Meat Mills Camp going to that judge, if I have this right, don't, quote, don't, don't get me wrong, but if there was some sort of paper trail, I mean, you figure the way TMZ and all these other publications be, you know, are hawking these uh, officials lately, it would lead to much of a paper trail. So I figure there might have been something else so, besides just free cash. The governor was just I don't like, think it was the like governor. that. I think it was too much pressure on that nurse, on that judge who ain't doing Exactly. It was too much pressure on that judge because even the governor spoke out and was like, this is some bullshit. So you got the governor and like people at different levels of authority all saying this is bullshit. This man shouldn't be in jail. Um, now, I don't know if they were saying he shouldn't be in jail because of the judge and because of, like, the messiness of the situation, or if they meant, like, well, damn, this nigga violated 18 years ago. How the fuck is he still on probation? Like, I do think it's kind of like – like, I do think the whole system is set up to – is definitely set up to, to make um, – to increase recidivism. Like, damn, like, how the fuck can you tell me you expect people to be, quote, unquote, perfect um, and not had their shit reset, reset, reset. It's it's like, okay, I think the way the system should be set up is if I go to jail for selling drugs, I should not be convicted again for selling drugs. I think violating probation, should, like for popping a wheelie, for example, even though that wasn't the case here, but like let's say like popping a wheelie or doing some sort of violation or having an encounter with the police traffic should ticket. not send me back to jail. Traffic ticket, exactly. Anything you go to jail for, I mean, anything you encounter with the police, even though it wasn't your fault, you're telling me I have to go back to jail? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's ridiculous. So, no, it should be completely in the realm or related to your charges. Like, 
It's like, all right, we caught you doing X, Y, and Z, this specific thing this time. We don't need to catch you doing this again. And if we, if we find out that you are, then, then, yeah, you go back to jail. That's obviously breaking, you know, breaking the law and breaking your probation. So, yeah, the, the system is definitely set up in a way to enforce it on people of color and let yeah. white people well, fly. Because when white people fly, they go to rehab. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right, because if it was uh... – you figure in the prison system, you know, there's a lot of money to be made in the prison system for everybody except the prisoners, of course. You know, they uh, they use them as basically as slave labor. You know, they have them calling, uh, they have them working customer service and, you know, uh, making stuff and, you know, for, they do all types of stuff with prison labor. And they pay you know, the people like, like 10 cents an hour, you know, just so it's not straight up slavery. So, yeah, there is a big deal in... Uh, keeping people in prison and keeping people going back to prison because, and especially in, and we're not even getting into the for-profit prisons, which only make money if there is a maximum amount of prisoners. So, you know, what's crazy to me that you say that I was thinking about um, like a Facebook friend of mine, somebody I grew up with um, and she, she had some hardships. I, from what I could gather based on her social media posts, that she, she had gone to jail and uh, struggled with addiction, one of the things that she always posts about that she struggles with is she's basically unable to find any employment. So the irony is that people go to jail, or, pri- or prison rather, they go to prison and they gain all these skills and then they come out and they can't even apply them because people don't want to hire them based on their past. Right. And that's it's so it's crazy the way. And then it's like, okay, well, damn, if you do beat the odds and get a job, now you got uh, you got outsourcing going on. So you still can't get a job because hiring a prisoner is still more expensive, or an ex an ex con is still uh, more expensive than hiring someone in a different country. You know, work for a couple of bucks and no benefits. I, I will say but this: when I work retail as a manager, right? One thing we were guilty of, because, you know, they had to fill out that thing if you were convicted of a crime, and if so, what was a crime? And we've hired a few ex-cons in our time. Like, one dude, he was uh, in jail for assault. And I'm like, well, his resume is great, so we're just not going to make him mad. We'll hire him, you know? But the one thing that we wouldn't hire people is if they got caught stealing, because it's retail. So we already have to right. watch the customers. But if you, get, if you were fired for, for stealing... And it was like, well, I mean, I can't just throw your resume in the shredder. So what I'll do is I'll take it, I'll put it at the bottom of the pile. And if I come back to it after reading all the others, then we'll see what's up. But, I mean, but anybody else who was, uh, uh, you know, who was convicted of something, we were like, so long as it wasn't ste- – I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying that that does happen. You know, it's people, will, people don't – put it like this. Certain times that does matter. Like if you were convicted of raping children, you can't work in a school system, you know. So, so certain times that is necessary to know what you were in prison for. But other than that, I mean, it really doesn't, you know, it shouldn't really matter. And it shouldn't be held against you because the whole point of prison in other countries is supposed to be rehabilitation. So once you come out, you become a productive member of society and you don't go back to prison. But in here, prison, there's too much profit in it. So they do everything they can to make sure you go back, and including putting you back in jail for 18-year-old parole violations. <laughs> so. I'm going to make an analogy here. 
Mm-hmm. I promise it makes sense. So stick with me. Okay. Did you guys ever watch Casino? Yes, I have. I have it on. I have it on DVD. Same here. So you remember when uh, Robert De Niro, uh, the, the there was like an, a Japanese guy that came into town, high roller. He uh, won quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro made sure that he came back to the casino by like faking a plane. Uh, something was wrong with the plane or whatever, and he had to come back. I feel right. like that's what the prison system do. They're basically they're like they're the house. The house always wins. And, well, in this case, the big house. The big house always wins. And they're going to make sure that you come back. Whatever you got to do, they're going to make you feel like, oh, okay, like, just lull you into the small sense of security. Like, oh, shit, like, I can start over again. Like, absolutely not. We're going to make sure that you come back here. But another but let's remember. But let's okay. remember, the point is, if you do not do crimes, you cannot do time. If you don't violate your probation or parole, you will That's not go shit. back to jail. I've been on probation you know before. I've been on parole before. I knew what I needed to do to stay out of jail, and I was able to stay out of jail. Mm-hmm. I could so you mean to say you had no traffic to get? You weren't. And matter of fact, you no, could be you know, in the car riding with someone and have and having a, like having a counter with the okay. police. Okay, peer association. People, places, things. People, places, things. The magic formula. You know okay. better, you're supposed to do better. I mean, all I'm saying is that he ain't no angel. And, you know, I'm not I'll, saying he should have got violated. Him. But at the same time, if you know you got something over your head, you do what you're supposed to do in order to keep free if you are focused on keeping free. Okay. I just think it should be, like, a better time limit on this. I don't know, like, how, how, like how often do we get to reset the clock? I don't know. That's crazy. We got something. When more people are getting it wrong than right, I do think that there's a problem here. There's a problem. Yeah, and the problem starts at home. His mama should have did better. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about his daddy? He don't have a daddy. Oh, okay. His mama should have been stopped tricking off instead of um having a good relationship or being married when she conceived that child. <laughs> All right, shit, sir. I'm gonna just—I don't have the energy today. Um, um, yeah. All right. Next up. <laughs> Y'all know my short-term memory is terrible. Kanye. I have not listened to the new song yet. Um, I, I, I'm not. The but I—I I do want to listen to it because I want to hear what it sounds like. I mean, I'm gonna hear it anyway, so I'm not gonna listen to it. Um, my friends actually shared the full version with me, um, but it's funny enough. The link looked so shady that I was like, um, I don't think so. Like, right. I didn't want to download it. It looked like the kind of link that might shut down my whole damn phone or something. So I was like, eh, let me not, let me not download it. I'll wait till it comes on like a reputable source. Um, There's a clip on Instagram I, I, that has like some lottie dotty dotty shooby dooby dooby thing, and I was like, this can't be real. I don't know. I'm so confused. Well, I, I heard the well. I have a link to the full version, allegedly. So I'll send it to you if you feel so inclined to to have a listen. No, 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 no. Um, I wait till come on Spotify. I'm good on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, my thing is, um, I'm not going to give him any. Uh, I'm trying to give him no, no, uh, I almost said spins, Jesus Christ. 
I'm not trying to give him any strings or nothing. <laughs> oh, because he, cause he supports Trump? What about the person who didn't vote at all and who got contributed, was a contributor to Trump getting voted? You're still friends with him. <laughs> no, no, you're still friends with him. Why are you friends with me? <laughs> no, but I don't, to me, it's extra disgusting for Kanye to try and pretend to be a Trump fan in order to get publicity because his albums don't sell like they used to. Because if you look at his discography, his, I mean, it happens to all artists. Their sales go down and down. So he had that string with the first few albums where they were selling two, three million copies. And then by the time we get to Life of Pablo, he's barely pushing 700,000 units, you know, maybe because it was title only or something. I don't know. Cause, and I know they really measured on streams nowadays as opposed to uh, album right. sales. But people ain't really feeling Kanye like that no more. They figure he's just another Kardashian. Pablo wasn't a strong, but Pablo wasn't a strong album either. He, when the last time it, he put it, out it was a record? I, I, I streamed it. Uh, and I was like, no, this album is not that great, you know. So, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, since 808s, and, I mean, he hasn't made a good album in 10 years. So the fact that, you know, and, and my friends were like, this is just a publicity stunt because he's got an album with uh, Kid Cudi. He's got an album with Nas. And then he dropped a new single yesterday. I'm like, oh, yeah, they are right. This dude's full of shit. Don't give a fuck about Trump. He's just trying to sell records. But you're trying to sell records by politically dividing people. And maybe I'm wrong, because, I mean, last year he, he said something about Trump and ended up having to cancel the rest of his tour, because he mentioned on, in, in one of his concert dates about his love for Donald Trump. That was last year, I think. Am I right? So, uh, it's not last year, the year before. I feel like it was the year well, before. Well, maybe his love ain't so much the love for the man, but love for the way he went about doing business, as he is the most unprecedented person to get in that position ever in life, the way he finagled his way into the White House. That takes some kind of genius, right? It, it's not genius to me. It's, it's cunning. The same way somebody would, would use that same cunning to take advantage of, of, a, of a person in an old folks' home or to take advantage of a, of a, a guy to get him to go to a, a, a for-profit college and then take all his money, you know, stuff like that. It's cunning, but it's not genius. You know, if you invent a machine that can clean the ocean, that's a genius. If you can find a way to finagle uh, desperate people out of their money, that's something else. That's not genius, you know. Joanne Scammer, real life Joanne Scammer. So I should, like, I will say this, though. Like, this has really made me appreciate Kanye's old music that much, that much more. I've mm-hmm. had three songs repeat since all of this has started. We made her. With Nas, um, the horns on that song is, are crazy to me. I, Man, that song is like, so. When Nas came in on that beat, boy, he just blew that thing out the water. Everybody else was butt compared to Nas on that track. <laughs> I like, I, I really look forward to that project now. So, him just announcing that, like, aside from all the like Trump drama, is been ridiculous. Um, that one late and. Uh, the song Late from Late Registration. Right. And there's another one I'm, like, drawing a blank on right now. But they did on repeat, and it just made me appreciate his, his old music that much more. Yeah. Um, and I do think, <laughs> I do think, that, look, I already said I draw my line at where? Pedophilia. Is Kanye a pedophile? No. Can I separate the man from the music? 
in this case, because he's not a pedophile, yes. So I will be listening to the album because I, if it's good music, it's good music. Like, I don't know if Kanye's thing is, well, I want to, like, offend people in the biggest way possible and then it not matter because my music is so great. Like, I can see Kanye saying and doing shit like that, too. So I don't know what the strategy is. I just hope that it produces good music. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at it like this, right? There's better ways to publicize, like making good music, for instance. You know, I know 808s and Heartbreaks. I, I give him a pass on that because that was after his mom died. You know, and I know sometimes when a parent dies, especially in a, an untimely death, it kind of affects you. Like Michael Jordan and his dad. His dad was murdered, was carjacked, and was murdered. And not too long after that, he retires from basketball and goes to play baseball. Yeah, that has a, a that has an effect on people. So, like, that album, I, I give them a break for, you know, yeah, your mom dies and then you make an auto-tune album. All right, I give you a pass. But everything after that has just been, you know, I am a god. And I was just like, the fuck are you talking about? So I, I couldn't really connect with his music anymore. I just kind of I, – I, I give it a listen because of the first three albums. <laughs> but um, it's just, you know, this whole – there was a time where if somebody wanted publicity – if you were an artist, especially a music artist, you just put out good music. And then that was your publicity. You don't have to do crazy stunts. You don't have to – I mean, granted, back in the 70s and 80s, they didn't have Twitter. You know, they didn't have social media. So your only mm-hmm. way was just to put out good music, you know. Maybe uh, donate to a charity, <laughs> something, you know, not act like a crazy person. Because when you talk about somebody like somebody supporting Trump, it's not just about, oh, I'm supporting somebody on the opposite side. You're supporting a, a political party that wants to see us dead. You understand? It's not about, oh, I think the marginal tax rate should be here instead of here. It's, oh, I'm going to institute these programs that are just going to take all your wealth until you don't exist anymore. There was an article I was reading. They said blacks and Hispanics in the next two or three decades will be broke. And I, and I was like, what do you mean we'll be broke? <laughs> we're already broke because of decades of systemic racism, you know. So they figure, oh, because there's a Shaquille O'Neal or because there's a, a, a Kanye, and I came to use Kanye because I heard he was like millions of dollars in debt. So, or Michael Jordan, that, oh, well, you know what? Opportunities for everybody. That is not the case. So hmm. when you support a system like that, I can't back you. And then if you're doing it for, uh, for streams or for uh, – for likes, that's extra disgusting. Tell you what, all you knew, all you knew, uh, even Alex Jones is like talking about Kanye in a positive light. I'll tell you what, Alex Jones, why don't you listen to Ada Waits and Heartbreaks and tell me if you're still a Kanye fan? How about that? How about them apples? You know. What is it? Who is it? Alex Jones. He said, "Listen to me." So uh, oh, I said, okay. Alex Jones to listen to Ada Waits and Heartbreaks. Hey, Alex Jones. And, and, and see, see if he's still a Kanye fan after that horseshit. <laughs> Who? Alex Jones. Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones, perennial <laughs> psychopath. But um, it's it's just if he's looking for attention, he's going about it in the wrong way. Because as like John Legend was trying to tell him, you know, for all of his insanity, people do listen to him. Yeah. He does have influence over some people. Not me, mm-hmm. but others. <laughs> so, 
We shall see. We'll see if it's any good. Don't save him. Let's see if he can, he don't want to be saved. <laughs> it should be interesting to see if um, if he can win you over, Merce, after no, all of this. We'll see. Oh, that's never going to happen. All right. It, 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 it's already, you, you know what? Wrap that up, tie a stone to it, and throw it in the well. well I don't need it no more. It's done. <laughs> There's too many other good rappers out there. I was just listening to some to some uh, some J Cole this morning, so yeah, I don't really need Kanye like that. All right, well, hopefully you'll go to uh, J Cole's music festival in September. It's going to be at the Dorothy Dix, uh, the old Dorothy Dix Hospital, the Dorothy Dix Park. Now, okay. um, should be interesting. So I think it's it's like maybe a week or two before Art of Cool, um, but it's the first annual. Should be like fifty bucks from what I'm hearing. We'll see. For fifty dollars, I might have to sign up. Yeah, fifty nine on Monday. Oh, so you mean they already started pre-sale, selling tickets? Pre sale tickets. Pre sale tickets are already gone. They were the ones that started at forty nine. Ah, okay, okay. Well, well, as soon as you lose. All right. Well, <laughs> guess I'll give me some tickets on Monday. Yeah, that's all it is. Mercedes, before I before I start running my mouth, did you have anything? Did she hop on? Okay, maybe. Right. Yeah, let me no, tell you what I was thinking. I was oh, just okay. in the grocery store and it was loud. That's all. Um, <laughs> no, pretty much the only thing that really bothered me this week was the Bill Cosby situation um, compared to like Charlie Sheen and all these other uh, <laughs> light bright celebrities. Uh, that get away with a lot of bullshit, and they're still coming for him. I was looking at that one chick that they said uh, was claiming rape, and I'm like, she was so ugly and, and looked like a man. And I was like, ain't no way, unless over the years she changed. You know, maybe she was beautiful back then. Maybe she became a lesbian over the years, and her appearance changed. Who knows? But I also saw a lot of mixed opinions from black people on this situation, and I, I had one friend post, he said something about um, a lot of y'all niggas out here cooning behind this Bill Cosby shit when y'all know he don't deserve that, when white celebrities get away with a whole lot worse. And they're trying to drag him under the bus now and ruin his career and take so much from him. And again, Charlie Sheen has everything. Um, he actually um, had some recent endorsements, something people were talking about. But they take everything away from Bill Cosby for allegations or I guess they finally convicted him or whatever, whatever it came, whatever came about in court the other day. To be honest with you, I stopped following it because it made me sick. It really made me sick to the point where even if it was true, we have someone like Donald Trump in office who's had the same type of allegations and then against minors, you know, he's a pedophile. But nobody's pegging him as that. He's still running our country. He's free to do so. And a black man does something or people think that he does something and all of a sudden he's trash and he's cut off from society. Nobody wants to deal with him anymore. He doesn't have his show isn't on the air anymore and all other kind of crap, but we still have a president in office who probably did exactly what was, you know, he was accused of and he's still running our country. This whole black white thing in this country is really getting sickening to the point where it's just stupid. We can't but I do want him to be accountable. I'm just not in a position to do anything. In either case, I'm not in a position to do anything about Bill Cosby's show staying on the air 
Because um, actually, I would prefer that it did stay on the air because I really enjoyed the content. Um, yeah. But, like, I, I don't have any say. I didn't vote for Trump, so it's not like I gave him a pass. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we don't have any overall control as to the punishment for these people. Like, I do think we, that they're both don't. trash, and they both need to be penalized. That's what I believe. I also believe that. I don't even believe that Bill Cosby did what he's been accused of. I just feel like the money ran out for these hoes. That's what I feel like. And then also he was in the uh, mix of trying to. 30 30 people, 30 people conspired. Like that is really, really difficult to do to like get 30 people to conspire against you. Not 30, 50 is is over over 50 of them. I mean, you, you figure out. Closer to 60, closer to 60. Yeah. You, you figure Bill's been raping people since I Spy was on the air. You know, he's been, he's been doing this. Let's not use the term rape. Like I said before, like me and Van talked about yesterday, it was a culture where people used drugs and it was all da-da-da. It was understanding. The lady knew she went to the house, she was going to get a quaalude, she might get rubbed up on, might get dicked down a little bit. It was just the mentality of that time period. I hear about it all the damn time from them OGs, you know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. But I'll put it like this, right? And, And to me, Bill Cosby, like he was big with that, was it Temple University? You know? Yeah. And you, you figure it like this. And this is, this is a horrible analogy, but I want you to hear me out. That would be like if I was the patient saint of an all-girls school, right? And, 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 this is, and this is some of the arguments I've been, I've been seeing on, on the Facebook threads. I, I didn't even bother to go to Twitter. I knew Twitter was going to be a real horror show. But if I was the patient of an all-girls school and I got caught uh, – <clears throat> having inappropriate relationships with, with the young girls, right? Okay. And yeah. people were saying, well, yeah, but look how much money Merz contributed to the school. He gave them a playground, gave them a library, gave them new computers. And why shouldn't he be able to rape a couple of girls? And, and I know they won't say it like that, but that's the mentality because a lot of people are saying, well, look at all the good Bill has done, you know, all the charity work he did for – for this and that, and then all the money he gave to, to the universities and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but he he sexually assaulted a lot of people. Man, I don't that's believe that man sexually assaulted people. Well, somebody what? had to be willing for it to now come out this this part. Into the, no, somebody was willing. I feel like most of those women were willing. Yes, yeah, somebody. Not all 60. Not yeah. all 60. And so for, for those, one is too many. Like, one is too many. And if he got on the hook for 60, oh, fucking well. Like, one was I'm already sorry, too people, many. People, people can, um, you know, maybe not agree with me, but I think all them bitches lying, in my opinion. All of them. You know, I, 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 I put it like this. Like, the odds are unrealistic on that. I also believe that, um, uh, real quick, I was just going to say, with um, Cosby, he admitted, like, some of his fucked up shit. And what really yeah. irritates me about him, what really, really irritates me about him is black people seem to have a very short memory of how he, how he treated black men. And I think black people love Cosby more than Cosby loved black people, and this is where I'm going with this. Everybody remembers, like, pull up your pants and stop cur- – like, I am all about I, – I acknowledge that black people – we come in all – shades and backgrounds, and if we are black, we are black. I'm not going to, like, stand for the good Negro and put the other so-called bad Negroes down. We all black. We all in this together. That's how I look at blackness. And Bill Cosby does not look at blackness that way. He has constantly put um, 
black men down and black people down who didn't fit his idea of what a good Negro was. So, no, like, I know that I, I wouldn't live up to Bill Cosby's standards, so fuck you. Like, you got the nerve to be putting all these people down, and you the one out here fucking up. You the one cheating on your wife. You the one out here drugging people and fucking them. No, sir. Goodbye. Yeah, and Camille has Stockholm Syndrome because Camille was just basically like, those women wanted it from Bill. I'm like, aren't you his wife? Aren't you, aren't you mad that he's, you know? <laughs> I, I, I think she's got Stockholm Syndrome, man. Just like, like Bill's keeping her captive or some shit. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I mean, Melania... Um, He's he crushing up, he crushing up Quaaludes and putting in her coffee. She's always in a drug state, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that old Robin Harris kid. Hey, bitch, I'm going to the moon. I'll be back in a couple of days. She's high on Quaaludes. You be careful, Bill. I don't want nothing to happen to you. <laughs> so, I don't know what the hell's going on over there in the Cosby house. I know Bill's having a rough year understatement because he, he might be going to prison and I was joking before the show I was like Bill Cosby's not going to see a day in jail because he's either going to show up in his Cosby sweater and his jazz music doing his little dance and everybody's going to be like oh look it's America's dad we can't stay mad at you Bill or he's going to show up in a bathrobe and slippers and be like has anyone seen my woo boo bear and they're like oh he's senile we can't put him in prison I don't think he's going to see a day in prison but the conviction is going to be enough it, the fact that he got yeah, convicted yeah. on all three of those counts. And I'll tell you something funny. Somebody was on uh, – I replied to some people on, on Facebook because somebody said, and why do these women wait 30 years later? There should be a time limit on rape because obviously it didn't bother you for 30 years. That just don't sound right to me or make any sense. And I wrote her back and I said, yeah. there is already a statute of limitations on rape. That's why Kazi was not brought up on 50 counts of rape. That's why he's only brought up on one, the one that didn't uh, beat the statute of limitations. So everybody else came forward, but there's nothing they could do about it because the statute of limitations is done. That's why they're trying to increase it in California because a lot of people come through the scrutiny. Like you mentioned Donald Trump, right? The young girl who uh, said that Donald Trump raped her at that uh, – what, what was that rapist dude's name, the one that always has the party with the little girls? God, I don't remember. Mark Kelly. No, <laughs> the other one, the, the one who actually went to jail for it. But um, oh, no. Yeah. But he um, basically she withdrew the case because of all the death threats she was getting. So that so but but the thing about that was a judge found enough evidence to say, yeah, we can go forward with a trial, and she withdrew it out of fear for her life. And this is, this is around the time when Trump was running for president because she was receiving a whole bunch of really scary death threats. So that's one of the reasons why people don't come forward when the person is powerful because if the person is powerful, they have resources, and they could just squash you, and that's part of it. Yeah, that other woman may look like, like they dragged her out of a river, but it's not really about her looks. It's about power. So sexual assault, rape, and stuff like that, it's about exerting your power over somebody else. Look at Arnold Schwarzenegger when he had an affair with his maid. His maid. Hello. Hello. His maid. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be horrible here. Compared to the women that Schwarzenegger could get, that maid was hideous. But it wasn't about her looks. It was about. Uh, it was about power. 
Like, yeah, I'm, I'm screwing my maid in my wife's bed, <laughs> you know? So, and then all of a sudden he had a kid that could just come out of the womb lifting 48 pounds. So, um, it's not about, you know. Yep, straight up. Oh, I'm like, confused. That's I'm a confused. You're, you're saying that you know Arnold Schwarzenegger crazy. raped his maid? What are you saying? No, saying? No, he, no, he, no, he didn't rape his maid, but just the, <laughs> fact, that he had, just the fact that he had an affair with her, you know. We're and just, people made that shit about him. It's like, who gives a fuck what you look like? Like, it doesn't matter what you look like. Y'all is acting like, like <laughs> everybody got to be tens out here. No, that's not how right. it works at all. I mean, I, I'm not Denzel Washington at all. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not even, uh, <laughs> I, I can't even think of another analogy. But, you know, it, it's, like you said, everybody can't be a 10, you know. I mean, and, and yeah, like, that bitch wasn't just, even a two, though. <laughs> you know, but but that's that, that's the same, but that's the same excuse Donald Trump used. Donald Trump was like, "Oh, well, like you're like you know, yep. like I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, sexually assault her. She's not pretty enough. <laughs> it's not about the looks. It's about the power." Y'all sound crazy. When you start sounding like Trump, you gotta evaluate your shit. You gotta reevaluate <laughs> your shit, Bruh, He ain't he, everything that come out of Trump mouth ain't wrong. Some of these bitches is told. That's all yeah, I gotta say about it. <laughs> I, 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 I look at it like this, right? Uh, I saw a lot of people on uh, social media, like one of them said, uh, you know, along those same lines, and she said, a terrible shame, talking about Cosby, a terrible shame these women were ready, willing, and able to sell their bodies for fame and fortune. And then, in parentheses, she said, by the way, I'm a white, conservative Christian woman. And I wrote her back, and I said, I know you are. Because you're blaming the victims, you know. There are some there are some cases like I get a lot of side eye when I say that Mike Tyson was innocent of rape, that his sex with Desiree Washington was consensual, because basically the columnist uh, what was it Mike Lupica back in New York he used to write for Daily News, he pretty much solved the entire case in his sports column, you know. And if you ask Mike Tyson now about any of the rapes, he'll punch you right in the face. He cursed out a, a host on national television because a dude tried to bring up the rapes. Mike could have yeah, got, got out of prison early if he admitted to the rapes. And he's like, you know what, I'll just do my time because I didn't do it. And Desiree Washington had a history of uh, blackmailing athletes for money, her and her father. And that was the stuff that Mike Lubica uncovered in the sports column. And Mike still went to prison. You know, these 50, 60 women, what did they uncover about them other than their encounter with Bill Cosby? Did they find out they were part of some, some, part of some Ponzi schemes, part of some deep, you know, some deep state conspiracy? You know, and, and I will say this, and I know this is going to piss a lot of my friends off. If I hear one more person say, Oh, they had to bring Bill down because he's going to buy NBC. I'm going to go on a tri-state killing spree because that, that shit was 25 fucking years ago, and Cosby didn't have the money to buy NBC. He didn't have hey, yo, Mark, enough investors Mark, lined Mark. up, and NBC wasn't even for sale. Yo, Mark, Mark, Mark. They tried to take him down, though, because he was trying to buy NBC. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm going to start in North Carolina, South Carolina, and maybe even Georgia. I'll be back. <laughs> but I mean, I've I've seen those memes pop up like twenty times in the last day and a half. 
Like they were trying to take him down. Are you trying to buy NBC? And I covered this last year when when Cosby had his last trial and that was coming up. So I dug into it. NBC wasn't for sale, but uh, the people that bought NBC, uh, they weren't doing so great. So some rumors came out that they might sell. And then Cosby, and there was, and it wasn't just Bill Cosby. There were a lot of other people who were saying, oh, NBC's for sale. Uh, let me make an offer. But at that point, NBC was never officially for sale. And that was after it was bought by, oh, I forget the name of the company. I have it in, I have it in my notes somewhere. But, um, but people keep using that as a reason. They were like, yeah, um, they had to take Cosby down because he was going to buy NBC. And he was going to make it to another BET. And I'm like, no, he wasn't. Jesus Christ. That was 25 years now, ago. Now, he, now he wasn't going to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Ovi said, no love for that. You know what I'm saying? He might make it a WET. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, when it comes to, like, for instance, you know, jumping back to Kanye for a quick second, it's easy for me to shit on Kanye because he hasn't made a good album in 10 years, and I don't like Kanye like that no more. So when Kanye does something goofy, it's easy for me to just say, you know, fuck Kanye, you know. But for Bill Cosby, it was a lot harder for me because I adored Bill Cosby. To me, he was America's dad. I mean, I'm not just talking Cosby show. I'm talking about Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. It was one of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid. You know, I used to listen to his, to his, stand, his old stand-up comedy routines. Bill Cosby himself, I remember we were little kids. We taped that thing on the radio, uh, you know, from the TV. We had our little box, and we put it to the, to the, um, to the TV to tape Bill Cosby himself when it came on HBO, and all you could hear throughout the tape is me and my brothers laughing because he was so damn funny. We loved, I, you know, our family, we loved Bill Cosby. We adored him, you know. And sometimes I'm like, God, I wish he was my dad. Even though I loved my dad and respected him, Bill Cosby was so cool. I was like, damn, I wish he was my dad. And then you find that all shit. Yo, yo. The rapist, the Quaalude popping, motherfucking panties dropping, let me lick on your toes. Tastes like you know, put it like this. If he was cheating with all these women, it still wouldn't have affected me as much as the fact that he was drugging them and sexually assaulting them. Because you figure, you know, uh, I'm not going to say that cheating is a normal part of life, but the, but the fact of the matter is it happens a lot, you know. And the usually chronic when cheating, cheating happens, I mean, it, let's just say that he just had sexual relationships with 60 women outside of his wife. Even that's kind of mind-blowing. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you mean, I mean that type of thing took down Tiger Woods because Tiger was just humping any skank that would open her legs for him. And that's not cool. I mean, if Tiger had an affair with another woman, like one other woman, I could just be like, maybe he married Elon too soon, you know. But the but fact you know, that he didn't rape him, though, but every chick in the area had Tiger's DNA on him, that's not cool. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> so, He's a trash husband, but not a trash human. Like right. he could just be a trash husband. Like that's that's what it was. Right. Like I to me like so I feel are you like saying Bill Cosby is a trash human. Uh yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> mince words. Yeah. Trash. Look, yeah. Trash. I mean he I Look, mean for all the good he's done all right, let's play this or that. Let's, that. let's play this or that. Let's play a quick round of this or that. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, Chris Brown. Like no, no, Chris Brown, Trey, Trey on songs. 
The jury's still out on Trey Songs, so I'm going to have to go with Chris Brown. Is the, okay, like, okay, is the all right, all right, all right, all right. That's good stuff. That's good. Okay. T.K. Anderson or Charlie Sheen? Oh, no, no. You talk about... Um... T.K. Anderson. I don't oh, know no, no, that no. Is. He's, about, he's about, uh Louis C.K. So Louis C.K. or Charlie Sheen? Definitely Charlie Sheen is worse because he gave them... Who was Louis C.K.? Okay. Louis C.K. is a, a, a comedian. Uh, he had a, he had a couple of comedians. Like, I don't remember his channels. Oh, um... I'm going to go with Charlie Sheen because obviously his shit wasn't memorable enough to make me feel like, okay, he's oh, trash. So I'm going to go when, when Louis C.K. got caught out there, he was basically like, look, all these, what these, all these women said about me was true. Uh, I apologize. And then he just vanished. So there wasn't a lot of, you know, he wasn't out there saying, well, I, my name is being smeared. He was like, yeah, that, everything they said is true. I am so sorry. Uh, you'll never see me again. And then he just vanished. <laughs> so that's why, that's probably why. All right, all right, all right. Really, you know. Marvel, Marvel or DC? Oh, definitely Marvel. God, did you see uh, Justice League? Holy cow, it was a pile of dog shit. And I'm going to go see Infinity War tomorrow morning. So wouldn't that be DC? DC is coming. It's coming. It's coming. I gotta. I gotta work you out to it. Redbox streaming or Netflix streaming? Redbox streaming. What is that? Redbox streaming. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. You talking about, 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 about which one is worse? You talking which one is worse or which one is better? I'm talking about trash. I pick one. This or that? Oh, trash. Oh, Redbox streaming is trash. Yeah, definitely. I I, I have them both. Redbox sucks. R. Kelly or Bill really? Cosby? R. Kelly. I don't even have to think about it. Okay. I'm going to say R. Kelly for one reason, because, I mean, from what I remember, he was with a lot of underage girls, and he paid off a lot. You know, it was like a, just a whole circle of evil because he was paying off people's parents. It was terrible, you know, and, the, and he's still making records somehow. How is that even possible? <laughs> Still going on tour. Everybody, I feel like anybody who supports R. Kelly is trash. <laughs> but no, that's a whole other thing. This is the part where I struggle with because I know some people who are like devout Christians like, in church every too. Sunday. And they'll get dressed up in a trench coat and a hat with the glasses. Thank God they can just buy albums online now. But, you know, and go buy their R. Kelly records because they love R. Kelly and they just can't get past the fact that he's a child. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. But, because, you know, I'm too free with that whole child molester thing. But he's basically what he is. There was a guy who uh, he was accused of, you know, uh, molesting this young girl. And basically the father ended up uh, credited on one of R. Kelly's albums as a musician, even though he doesn't play an instrument. So that was basically so he'll get royalties. As a payoff right, 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 right. His daughter. You know, there was a, there was a lot of stuff. So I... I, I think R. Kelly is, is worse, but that doesn't let Bill Cosby off the hook. But R. Kelly is definitely worse. He's definitely just human garbage. Well, all right, all right. Mark, your, your section. Okay. Well, that was part of it, but there was one other thing I want to talk about before we run out of time, and that is the, uh, the Waffle House shooting. Now, we all know what went down with the Waffle House shooting, so I'm not going to rehash it too much, right? the actual shooting part. The one thing I do want to talk about is the young man who did the shooting, right? 
And, you know, we were talking, you know, we just earlier we were talking about the whole thing about white privilege. You know, people are like, hey, listen, you know, you have Bill Cosby. Uh, I mean, even though he's been doing this thing for like 50 years, you know, his evil is finally coming to an end and he got finally got convicted. But you got Charlie Sheen still out there, Harvey Weinstein's still out there, Kevin Spacey's still out there. You know, all these people are still out there who, you know, Charlie Rose is getting ready to come back and do a show and uh, basically interview other people who sexually assaulted women. Now, granted, he doesn't have a producer or a network or a streaming service or anything that's going to support him, but he just, he just came out and said, this is what I'm going to do. So it's, it's almost like Donald Trump emboldens these people because Donald Trump had 19 accusers, right? And one of them is underage or, or was underage at the time that we know of. So the fact that he's the president just emboldens these people. They're like, you know what, I'll just disappear for a while then just come back, you know. But you figure uh, the Waffle House shooting, right? It's one of the biggest – uh, examples of white privilege that you can really find, you know. I, I'm not going to go into the whole the whole string of all the African Americans who got murdered on sight by uh, by the police, you know, because this is not too much of a police issue. Well, a little bit of it because they end up taking this guy alive, you know. Philando Castile, you know, uh, Samir Rice was shot within seconds, wasn't given any warning. I don't even know if the cop put his car in park before he jumped out to shoot Tamir Rice, you know. It, it, it's a horrible thing where it's like even if you're just in Starbucks getting a cup of coffee, you know, if you're there for two, if you don't run straight to the front of the line and order coffee, they just call the cops on you. But other people get the benefit of the doubt over and over. So this kid who shot up the Waffle House, not only was he a, uh, an outspoken racist, but he also had mental issues. So the cops confiscated his guns, and then they gave it back to him, you know, and that's the worst part. So it's not like, all right, we're going to confiscate your guns, and then you're going to go on for treatment, and when the doctors are satisfied that you're not going to be a danger to yourself or others, then we'll, you know, we'll give you your guns back. They just gave, and, and, it, and from what I've read, it happened because of a loophole in the law. So they gave the guns back to the kid's father, and then the father gave it back to the son, and then the son went up and shot up the Waffle House. So my whole point is not really to talk about uh, how this kid slipped through the system, right? Because, I mean, it happens all the time, unfortunately. And that's why we're trying to, you know, revamp these gun laws to make sure this doesn't happen again. My whole thing is the fact that Donald Trump never mentioned this guy at all. So this guy uh, managed to wrestle the gun away from the shooter and got shot himself, you know. And, mm-hmm. I, found out, and I found out this morning that he actually did a GoFundMe page for the living and deceased victims of the Waffle House shooting. And I think his goal was like $10,000 and ended up getting like $165,000 in donations for these people. And he's going to pay for the funeral services of those that were killed. Mm -hmm. That that right there is an amazing, amazing gesture. And we got no mention of it from our so-called president. Now, the president took time out of his busy, busy day of not buying his wife a gift. That's, that's another thing altogether. But um, cause I'll talk about his rambling Fox News horse shit on, um, on Monday. <laughs> but 
the fact that he took time to tweet to Kanye West like a thank you for, you know, you're now promoted from the field to the house. Um, and then he, he tried to do the same for Chance the Rapper, and Chance the Rapper was like, no, dude, we're, we're, we're not buddies. Don't, don't do that. Because Chance the Rapper was basically joined in on the Kanye thing, but letting people know, hey, you know, you may not agree. He didn't say it like this. I'm just paraphrasing. But he just made a general statement about a lot of people getting on Kanye because he's turned conservative, but, you know, you're allowed to be conservative if you want to be, you know. And, and that's a true statement. But it doesn't mean to say that he agrees with Donald Trump because he doesn't, you know. He doesn't agree. He doesn't agree talk about Chance the Rapper. He doesn't agree with Trump at all. But, you know, he's trying to say, hey, listen, this is America. You can still make your own choices. And if Kanye wants to be a conservative, so be it, you know. And Donald Trump tried to thank Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper was like, fall back, son. It ain't like that. We ain't boys. <laughs> you know? But you figured Trump took the time to thank Kanye West and thank Chance the Rapper, and he didn't mention this national hero who stopped the massacre. Four people got shot. You know? And these weren't – and here's the worst part. The right wing couldn't even say, oh, well, they were all drug dealers, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these were just just normal, ordinary folks. One of them just got finished texting his mom that he loved her. One of them is, uh, you know, was saving up to start a family. You know, one of them was a, a – did they, I, I don't have the article in front of me. Did they say medical student? But these were all just, you know, and they were all young, you know. And Trump never said anything. What Trump did do, though, that, that he mentioned the um, – when that guy in Toronto ran over all those people, he talked about that, though. But he didn't talk about what happened in our own backyard where a hero rose up. And, and, I, and I, I'll say one thing. You never know what's going to happen in a situation, Right. So I try not to say, oh, well, if this happened, I'd do this. Even Trump himself said, well, I would have went into that school with no weapons. No, you wouldn't have, you fat fuck. There's no way you would have done that, you know? We've already I, seen I, how he reacted whenever he, um, whenever there was, like, a threat of a gunshot. There was something, it was, like, a loud noise at some event, and you've seen the first thing he did was hit the damn floor. He ain't about to do shit. Yeah. But try not to die. Like everybody else would. Like, like everybody else. Like Sarah Tanner said, he was like, you know, we'll run in a second. And when people were laughing, he was like, oh, yeah, let four or five people in this audience start running right now. <laughs> See if all y'all don't run after him. Because, I mean, you know, it's a natural instinct to run from danger, you know. So if that right. was me in that Waffle House, would I have been brave enough to run up and grab that guy's gun? No. No, I would not have. I'd be hiding under a table, you know, trying to use it as a shield, something. I'd have been scared to death. I've never been, had a gun pointed at me in my life. I've never been shot at, you know. But this guy swallowed his fear and took a bullet. In the article, they said he, he was crying. I, does he have kids? I didn't even catch that part. But, you know, he cried a couple times because he thought he was going to die, and that's a natural reaction to getting shot. <laughs> it's not like in those old movies, to paraphrase Eddie Murphy, it's not like in those old movies where he gets shot and he's like, oh, go on without me. I'll be fine. Hell no. Getting shot hurts. 
it hurts a lot. <laughs> I would have probably cried and shit my pants if I got shot. But yet this guy swallowed his fear, took on an armed gunman, wrested the gun from him and saved God knows how many lives, because he had an AR-15. So he saved God knows how many lives. And Trump said nothing. And when people tell me, oh, Trump's not a racist, let that guy have been white. Trump would have probably had his picture hanging in a White House next to his. But because, yeah. because, he was, because it was a white shooter, and basically it's not even about the fact that Trump didn't mention it because it was a black hero. He really didn't mention it because it was a white shooter. So when the shooters are white, Trump says nothing because it doesn't fit his narrative. It doesn't fit the NRA's nope. narrative because that uh, – what do they say? Uh, what, what's, what's that horseshit that they say to get people to buy guns? The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. That's basically something that a salesman says to get you to buy more guns. And these gullible jackasses yep. fall for it every single time, you know. I remember uh, back in Long Island, the Colin Ferguson thing. You know, granted, they, they, ru they rushed him and took him down, but they had to wait until he had to reload. And when he went to reload, then a couple of a few passengers mm -hmm. ran up and jumped on him and took him down, you know. But that's because he had a handgun. Yeah, AR-15. How many rounds does an AR-15 hold? I don't even know. At mm -hmm. least, you know, if a handgun could hold 17 rounds, you know, Lord knows what an AR-15 can hold. And I don't even know. And I, I know there's so many modifications to them, but the fact of the matter is when you have people like Kanye or uh, all these black conservatives who are backing Republicans and they wonder why we hate them so much for backing these people, this is why. You know, Because these Republican politicians are overtly racist. They're, they wear their racism on their sleeve, and that's how they attract their followers, through racism. What was the first thing Donald Trump said when he, when he started his campaign? He started disparaging Mexicans, calling them rapists and thieves and drug dealers. But you know what? Some might be good people. <laughs> if I say something slightly positive about you, it negates all the horrible shit I said about you. you know? And the fact that people can't see this how overtly racist Donald Trump is, it's, it's the purest form of cognitive dissonance that you could find. Because it's all right there in front of you. Right? Had that shooter had been uh, Muslim, matter of fact, uh, that's how he reacted to it, by trying to institute a Muslim ban. His Muslim ban got shot down again, no pun intended. They keep trying to push this Muslim ban, and it these judges are just like, yeah, well, I may be a conservative, but I have to follow the Constitution. The Constitution says you can't ban an entire religion from entering the country. Muslim is not a country. Muslim is a religion. People all over the world follow Islam. So you can't institute a Muslim ban. That's ridiculous. Anybody who's read the Constitution would know that. Donald Trump doesn't read. Who am I kidding? <laughs> If it's not on the side of a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket, he's not going to read it. Yeah. But, yeah. This, but this division that's going on is not going to end anytime soon. And even after Trump is out of office, 
I, I think that Putin uh, has succeeded in destroying America by putting Trump as president because it basically all our racists have floated to the top like a like a, a blackhead on a pimple, you know. And when it bursts, it's not going to be pretty. So he's basically just shown America for what it really is, that America is indeed a racist country. And I know people who might be listening to say, well, why don't you leave if you don't like America? Would that I could. If I could afford it, <laughs> that might not be such a bad idea. <laughs> How's the old song go, Blue? The old uh, U.S. Scott Heron song? Home is where the hatred is. Home is filled with pain. And it might not be such a bad idea if I never, if I never went home again. Kanye actually used that sample as well. And, 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 and he, he had common rhyming to that. I love that song. And, and it helps I'm a huge com- I know Blue don't like common. I'm a huge common fan. So that, you know, ah, Kanye's first three albums were hip-hop classics. Everything else is just garbage. Wait, wait no, I like one or two um, common songs. I like that song where he was going with the blind girl and Mary J was on the hook. That's a pretty song, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you be having these signs with words on it and she can't see you, dumbass? <laughs> but that's another story. Uh, yeah. um, I like, I like that song. The cor- I think it's called The Corner. It was she like was on that deaf. B album. Oh, and he, he ripped the shit that. out that beat. Huh? She was what? deaf. She wasn't born. She was definitely oh, my bad. I'm the, then, then I'm the dumbass. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a pretty song. That's probably the one time he was actually able to rap on beat. I was kind of impressed because he's the most non-rappingest on beat person I've ever seen in my life. How did he get a record deal? I would never know. Um, <clears throat> he's a good beat selector, though. I'll give him that. He's really good at selecting beats. I'm like Nas, bitch ass sometimes. Well, you figure um, for, for a long time, he was, um, Jay Dilla was doing his beats before he passed oh, away. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Right. I think Jay Dilla had, uh, he had lupus, I think. I want to say he Something had Something like that, yeah, he died, yeah, yeah. My sister has lupus, and it's, it, it's, it's a horrible, rough disease, so... You know, she's she's only fifty and she looks like she's like eighty three because of that disease. Mm-hmm. So, damn, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay Dill, I got. I want to say, oh no, that happened on the computer that crashed. See, that's the thing. That's why I got to. That's why everything got to get back up to the cloud. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get terabytes and terabytes of cloud storage because when these physical drives fail and you don't have another backup of it. Your, your game over. You know, I told you what happened with my MP3s. I had 30 gigabytes of good music. We talking 1995 to like 2005. I was right. about 30 <laughs> gigs of music. We're talking about, woo, we're talking about what, hundreds of thousands of songs. <laughs> Gone. No well, put it like this. I got six books of, of CDs. So, I mean, that ain't really going nowhere. But then again, I do have about 15, 20 gigs of music from, you know, from that era, from like from the 90s and 2000s that I'm trying to get labeled correctly so that I could back them up on, uh, on Blu-ray. So that um, this way, it, like you said, if my drives fail, I got a backup, you know. 
but because I, I, I had them all on on CDRs, but a CDR only holds like 700 megs, and then even the DVDs hold maybe like four gigs. So a Blu-ray holds like 25 gigs. Right. So I could put everything on, on two Blu-rays as opposed to having it on uh, ten uh, ten uh, DVDs, you know. But and and and, and, I, and I, I I will say one lighthearted thing before. Well, it's still hating, but it's still more lighthearted than talking about our marmalade whale man of a president. Um. I have a lot of friends who backed Carmelo Anthony and said that, you know, leaving the Knicks is going to be good for him and he's going to – and they lost in the first round of the playoffs to the Utah Jazz. And the Utah Jazz don't even have Gordon Hayward anymore because he went to, uh, to Boston and broke his leg. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> so, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, was, I, was, I was doing something. I got distracted. Are you saying OKC lost in the first round? Yeah, they lost, they lost last night. How many games? The Jazz beat them in six games. Wow. Yeah. Now, keep one thing in mind. And I didn't see the game, but I just saw the box score. Carmelo was, was trash as always. And they were, in, they were even saying, look, you need to bench Carmelo <laughs> for game six because your season's on the line here. And, of course, they didn't listen. He played for almost half an hour, and they, they lost. But it wasn't all Carmelo, at least in that game, because Paul George shot like two of 16 and then Russell Westbrook took like uh, 42 shots. So he, so Westbrook was just shooting everything, you know. Hold on, hold on. let me ask that. It's a very important question. Did yeah. um, Westbrook get a triple double though? No, he only had five assists. You know. Yeah, that sounds like it when he shot 42 times. Yeah, and it, it's. I can't explain it, but one of my friends is like Carmelo Anthony is cancer. You know, he's he's basketball cancer. You know, I the best thing for Carmelo to do, and, I, and I'll agree with my friends on this. Uh, come off the bench, be a be a six man. I think if Carmelo came off the bench, I think he would be a great candidate for six man of the year. But I don't think he's a starter no more. And then they had him starting to power forward. Carmelo was not a. He's not a he's not a banger. He's not a defensive guy, you know. He, he small forward was perfect for Carmelo because he don't really play defense like that. You know, he's he's a uh, he's he's a great shooter, you know, but he don't do much else. And in this league now, to be a true superstar, you got to be on both sides of the floor because there, are, you know, if you kick over a trash can, scorers are going to just come crawling out with headbands on. You know, just shooting basketballs at imaginary baskets. But you figure one of the reasons why LeBron is LeBron is not just because he's an amazing scorer, but he also plays defense. You remember when they won their title? What was the play that prompted uh, Kyrie to get the ball for that last shot? It was, it was um, LeBron blocking that shot. You know, punch, you know, putting that ball off that backboard, and then Kyrie ended up with it and ended up hitting the game-winning shot. You gotta be, you gotta be good on both sides of the floor. Westbrook is a is a great defender, but you gotta when, know when to hold them. Yeah, know when to fold them. But you figure they took a chance on Paul George because Paul George is at the end of his contract, so Paul George is a free agent, 
And like I said, Paul George shot two for 16, so. And he's like, I ain't playing with these greedy, ball-hungry motherfuckers no more. I'm going to go to L.A. <laughs> so, basically, I mean, you figure Shaquille O'Neal had a quote. Basically, he said he didn't start winning championships until he realized that, hey, I can't do this all myself. You know, we got to do this as a team. And then he started winning championships, you know. Not just being, you know, not just trying to pick up the team on your back and run with it. You know, and Carmelo is just not the guy, you know. And I think this kind of proves it. Because you figure if you're on a team with Russell Westbrook and Paul George, and you had to fight tooth and nail to make the playoffs, that's not good. That's not good at all. You know. You figure, and people will say, well, they needed time to play together, right? You figure the first time they had uh, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, they were two games away from winning the title that year because they lost to, uh, to the Mavericks. So their first year together, they went all the way to the finals and lost in, what was it, six games? Yeah, they lost in six games, so... You know, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, you know, I, and, and it's just another part of that cold cognitive dissonance, I guess, because people were just like, well, it's not Carmelo's fault because of numbers. I'm like, yeah, it's because he's not putting up the numbers because he's not that good anymore, if he ever was that good. I mean, he was that. I mean, he's won scoring titles. So he's a great scorer, but not much else. Not much else. So, all right. And before we wrap up, who's going to go? Has anybody seen Infinity War yet? I have no, not. not yeah, my plan is to watch it today. I've unfortunately seen the spoilers, so whatever. Oh, don't talk about I've been I've been dodging spoilers for the last few days. The only, only time we were able to get tickets was tomorrow morning at 9.45 a.m. at Crossroads. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be watching it and yawning. <laughs> But I would see it this week, goddammit. I don't care if I don't care if it was a two AM show. I would have gone to go see it no matter what, man. Because Thanos is one of my favorite comic characters of all time, and now I get to see him finally do his thing. And it's gonna be and, and a lot of all my friends who got to see it, they were just like, It was amazing. So Well, and, as for me and mine, it's music festival season. So uh I'm in D C today. I'm at uh I will be attending Rockley City, so I hope to see everybody out there looking great. Uh, from what I've been reading, uh, it rains every year, and <laughs> it's not going to rain today. So oh. the forecast says no rain, so I'm very excited about that. Um, so my first Rockley City festival. Um, it's, it's, it's a one-day festival, so everybody that's on the lineup is performing. Uh, a lot of the regulars on the festival circuit will be here, uh, Migos, Cardi B, Miguel, uh, Daniel Caesar, uh, excuse me, not Miguel. Daniel Yo, Caesar. I'm asking, I'm asking her is going to be here. Favor. Her is here. She's here. Favor. What's up? I need you. I need you to do this for me. It's a chore. I'll, I'll send you some money. I'll cash it to you or whatever. PayPal, whatever you take. I want you to take the Cardi B performance. It will be her last. Not all the songs. Probably... Not all the songs. Maybe just one song or something. Okay. 
I have her, like I have video from last week's performance, but at Coachella, Cardi great you do. Coachella stage. Did you post it? Yeah. No, I don't post everything. I need to see that. Yeah, I'm trying to like be, I, especially like during festivals. I'm one of those people. I'd rather be in the moment. I'll like I take you. a yeah, couple of videos. Well, okay, and if I think but about I really it, don't like I'm sure see. if I Google it, I can find some stuff on YouTube. Those things. Yeah, and it'll probably be way better than what I could take anyway. To be honest with you, it'll probably be tons like light years better than what I could do. What kind of phone you have? I have an um, I have an uh, S9. And oh, no, you got the best phone on the market. What are you talking about? It's not that, but I'm talking about as far as, like, my abilities to get close. Like, I don't like to get close to stages. Oh, not only that. People, I think people live too much through their phones. They really should just enjoy the moment. And people be like, yeah, oh, but then I won't remember it. Oh, I need to have a memory of it. No, you need to experience it and let the experience be the yeah. memory. Yeah, that's, like, that's my MO. So I'm there. I'm just like, you just had to be there. That's like a, the perfect excuse to be like, you just had to be there. Right. <laughs> it's funny because, like, like, my friend uh, shared a couple of pictures in our group, and I was just like, Jesus, I don't even remember taking any of these pictures. Like, that's just how much of a, like, a good time that I was having. I didn't remember taking the pictures. I'm glad she snapped a couple because I didn't grab any. So I just, I just feel like, ah, it's okay. I was there. I was there. So, yeah, Broccoli City, I don't know. Maybe see about that Phoenix Festival in October, if I can get a good flight and crash at a Now, you're just traveling all around the world. You're so inspiring as a traveler. I ain't been this nowhere year, this, this year. This year, I'm going to scale back on international trips because I wanted to do more music festivals. This year, I wanted to focus on music festivals. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't travel as much because I don't like planes. I mean, plane travel is not that bad, but, I mean, if it wasn't for the takeoffs, the landings, and being in the air, I wouldn't mind air travel. <laughs> well, damn, that's all the aspects of the damn trip, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm a very I'm nervous to, uh, flyer. I'm, I'm scared to fly, but I do it when I have to. I like trains, though. I just, most trains don't go places I want to go. But I like trains. They're enchanting. All right, guys. Well, that's all I got. You all right. Well, enjoy your broccoli festival and eat plenty of broccoli. Merck, enjoy your Avengers <laughs> Infinity tomorrow at that god-awful time. And um, <laughs> let's, um, let's plug. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Urban Breakdown podcast featuring hit shows 360 Degrees, Politrix, He Says, She Said, and um, it's available on all streaming podcast services. Do, do, do. You can listen to it on Google Play, iTunes, um, Streaker, Spreaker, Podcast Addicts, this, that, that. Every single one with the exception of, of um, iHeartRadio, but who cares? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who listens to that anyway? Oh, and Spotify. Have you, you, have to be a, you have to be nationally recognized to be on Spotify. We'll be there next year. All right. Any last words, have you, people? Have you had broccoli today already? Have I had broccoli today? Yeah. <laughs>
I don't eat broccoli this early in the morning. Broccoli makes you fart. Okay. All right. Just checking. All right, all right, all right. I had pancakes, turkey sausage, um, scrambled eggs with cheese, hash browns. Damn. When did you go to IHOP? (laughs) Nah, Burger King. (laughs) 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 All right, y'all. Be good. (laughs) All Kissing 